what's going to do is scream. Hey everybody and welcome to the Squatch Cast. I'm your old pal Cody. This is Dexter. And Max is here as well. Hey guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds so unnatural. One yeah. day we'll one day we'll get better. One day we'll be able to introduce ourselves. The thing is, yeah. I'm not comfortable with either of you guys sitting <laughs> in my house yet. Yeah, and I'm not comfortable with you guys listening to this at home. I'm, I'm not, not comfortable talking into a microphone. So I hate it. It's the worst. Um, <laughs> welcome to the Squatch Cast. I already said that, but uh, this episode. This time we mean it. This time we mean it. This is episode number four. And I am absolutely amped about this episode, guys. I uh, insisted, yeah, I insisted that we do this intro just so that Cody could talk, talk about how amped he is. Yeah. This uh, episode of Finding Bigfoot, we're back on the Animal Planet Finding Bigfoot train, uh, by the way. We've skipped two seasons, uh, <laughs> just rocketed right through those, into season three. Uh, the episode is called Indonesia's Little Bigfoot. And uh, this episode is about my f- favorite uh, facet of, of the Bigfoot mania, which has to do with the Indonesian... Uh, cryptid known as orang pendek and um what does it look like that's the thing i'm most curious about when you say orang pendek i think orangutan does it have orange fur like an orangutan we're gonna find out uh this episode the bigfoot boys and and girl are going to uh they're gonna do some recreation and stuff uh everybody's you know kind of got different ideas i I think orang is actually just Indonesian for man. So mm. I think like orangutan is like forest man and orang pandek is like f- forest little man, maybe. I don't know. I'm just making that up. He's a scientist. Uh, I'm a scientist. So um, yeah, uh, it matches up with some stuff from anthropology, uh, specifically with paleoanthropology, specifically uh, a skeleton named Homo floresiensis, which I'll talk about more after the episode. But yeah, this whole thing plays together into uh, what is essentially something that I find pretty compelling as a scientist. If there's going to be a Bigfoot that exists, this, this is going to be it. Foot. This is the little Bigfoot. This is really? it. For so me, on yeah. a scale of one to ten and how much you believe in orang pandek, where are you? I might be coming in closer to an eight for orang pandek. Uh, well, then welcome you, to my world. Are we talking modern orang pandek or like... That it ever existed yeah. as an animal. Um, I don't see why we need to make a distinction on that. Uh, okay. All That's right. An inter- I feel like that that very intriguing, kind very of a question intriguing of existence answer, yeah. or not. Um, actually, you know what? I I will differentiate because I love you guys and I I want you to get what you want out of this <laughs> podcast. And so I will say that I am probably an eight for it having ever existed okay and maybe I'll, I'll chill down to maybe like a four that it still exists ah i see i knew that would Close. be the answer i wanted to spoil your fun max speaking of believe meters mm-hmm. um and I, I don't think he would mind me saying this uh graham mm-hmm. 
or uh, our scientist uh, writer, a science friend. bathroom weirdo, yeah, yeah. Uh, who was on the last episode. Uh, at the end of the episode, we forgot to get everybody's believometer to see if yeah. it had changed. Yeah, we and forgot. guess what? Graham messaged me privately, and he told me that he his believometer went from a one to a two, possibly a two point five. That's nuts. And that's a fact. That's a double. He needs to watch one episode of Finding Bigfoot, and he's a four out of ten. Yeah. Two episodes of Finding Bigfoot, that guy's certain that Bigfoot exists. He's on the fast track that's right. to Bigfoot he's a, Town. He's on the A-minus of Bigfoot I'm Town. Just saying. Eight out of ten. That's right. That's right. In between, you you went up from a two to a 2.5, and yeah. you apparently are a four right now for something called Orang Pandek. But that, let's, let's be very, very clear. I'm a four for the Orang Pandek. I am not a four <laughs> for Sasquatch. I... All right. We'll talk about that after the okay. thing. Okay. But for now, uh, it's we... time to get squashy. <laughs> I've been thinking, I'm not, what do you guys think if I say that like in the future before we start? Can, I love can it. we just make a little like radio man button table? Yes. I might be able that to is one of the things that you just say. You can just smash you the, button. the button and yeah. I'll just go, it's squashy time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I just have that in my day-to-day life? I have, I have, I use one for my other. What were the name of those 90s toys that basically accomplished just that? Uh, what, it was a little thing you kept in your, well, you well, I'll look this up. I know exactly what you're talking about yeah. and I cannot remember, but we'll look it up during the recording. Yeah. All right. Let's get squashy. and welcome back uh yeah we just we had our minds blown yeah we just uh <laughs> discovered indonesia with animal planet um turns out different um the i didn't find it to be that different of an episode from the very first episode we watched a lot of it was very similar yeah they, they really follow the same kind of formula yeah yeah it's uh it is another episode of finding bigfoot in a very true way it they they might be in indonesia but that doesn't mean they're not gonna do america style yeah i think at one point uh bobo yelled america at a, at a, a village of indonesian people yeah he just kind of showed up <laughs> and was said america yeah as he was sort of walking into the crowd um one thing though i think we can all be sure of is yeah. orang pandek exists because animal planet only spent one episode on this so they clearly decided they'd proven it conclusively. <laughs> well, I, I was surprised to learn the trivia via the trivia that yeah. uh, National Geographic has commissioned photographers to go and get some photographic evidence. So National Geographic is convinced it exists. I think that's crazy. Like, I mean, not that they're doing that, but I think what's crazy is that, like, the fact that National Geographic has sent a photographer somewhere to take a picture of something no one's taken a picture of before is is like even to like to all of us was like oh cool well orang pandek must be legit like <laughs> like that's how much of a reputation that magazine has that like yeah. if they send a photographer just to take a picture of something because no one's taken a picture of it all of a sudden we're like you know what, you know what? Maybe, maybe maybe there's something to this and maybe this is not this is not our National Geographic owned by Fox Media Corp this is like pre uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, you know, Tom Mullaney. Yeah, that one. He's uh, the that owner was just of a Fox. Random name I just said. Rupert Murdoch. The owner. Yeah, Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, but that's before Rupert Murdoch purchased National Geographic, and so you know it's like it's not. What do you mean it was? What, what year was this? It was like two thousand and something, is what they said. It was like two thousand and six, I think. That this uh, this money prize has gone up for like pictures of orang pandek. So no way. It's what? like this is an old 
thing. Like, uh, but when did Rupert Murdoch, Rupert Murdoch, National Geographic? That was like this year. Oh, okay. oh. that's why every there was that big news thing about everybody canceling their National Geo subscription. I just got one for my dad for Father's Day. It was so cheap. Yeah. It literally cost me twelve dollars to get him a year's subscription to National Geographic. No way. You Murdoched your dad. I can't believe it. He mm. is so excited. But yeah, that's fair. Um, so let's get let's get back <laughs> to the the bottom of this episode. Yeah. This episode, uh, yeah, is called. Uh, oh, we already did the call thing. Uh, it's it's about a ring pandemic. We know I'll know about that. Uh, specifically, the Bigfoot guys are on the island of Sumatra this time. Uh, they're looking for orang pandek, which we've talked a little bit about earlier, being a four-foot-tall, uh, muscly man. Muscly huge, man. Gray-haired. Huge gray hair. Silver fox, Silver. as some Indonesian women I really, say. I really got the impression from the um, artistic renditions of orang pandek in this episode that it was much more like a chimpanzee. I, I, I didn't really ever feel like we were talking about a human. Yeah, he had yeah. much longer arms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, that kind of fits with how they, they open the episode up, too. They, in, in kind of like prepping you to believe in Orang Pendek, they say, you know, Indonesia is home to a number of large mammals, including seven species of primate, and they all exist kind of outside the sphere of human interaction. And they also set it up as, you know, the, these uh, farms are being pushed further and further into the jungle, which was previously undisturbed, uh, and they're disturbing a lot of species. And this is kind of just like one of the things they're starting to run into now that they're starting to push back into the jungle a bit. Sure. And uh, makes yeah, a lot of sense. That to me, that all sounds like like pretty credible biology. Hmm. Um. So yeah, the first thing that the the crew does is they meet with their uh, on the ground translator slash guide, uh, a British guy named Adam Davies. Adam Davies. Let me tell you guys something about Adam Davies. Oh, yeah. What? Adam Davies. Um, is a noted cryptozoologist yeah and he believes and he's on record as saying and i've listened to the interview i was shocked when i saw him appear because i was like i know that motherfucker he and i and i double checked i cross-referenced it on my phone while it's happening just to make sure i this is the same adam davies and it is yeah he believes that he saw some kind of a uh, small uh, bipedal woodland creature that could teleport into flashes of red light. Well, okay, hold on. Now, now, <laughs> what? Now, that's not. That's, that's not, crazy. That's not necessarily fair because uh, listen, you can listen to him talk about his experience in his own words, and I encourage you to do so. Can we do that? But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could. We could easily find it. All right. Um, the he. If I remember, if I'm remembering this correctly, and I'm pl- probably blurring some of the details, but I'm not trying to be sensationalist. I'm not trying to exaggerate. You're not trying, okay. I'm not. I'm not trying to exaggerate. He's on the side of a mountain. There's a second person with him, so two people, two eyewitnesses to this. They are investigating like a uh, some kind of creature, Bigfoot thing, and a uh, flash of red light, and they see these like a couple of these things like appear, and they're coming right at them. So they pull out their flashlight, they shine it on them, and then they disappear. And then they reappear somewhere else, red, a flash of red light, and there they are. And they, and they have to keep basically warding them off by shining the light on them. And they do this for like hours on end in the middle of some fucking forest somewhere. That's crazy. Adam Davies. So Can, here, it, here it, I am being like, oh, he's British. He's probably not that crazy. Uh, no, turns out he's the craziest. Unknown 
Man beast. My favorite, yeah, my favorite was they arrived and they're like, Adam Davies, and then they list how he's done all the work for them, and they're like, and he's going to just show us. Yeah. Yeah, you know what else I noticed? He's our Sherpa. You know what, yeah, but you know what was weird about the way they cut this episode? What? Is they treated him as if he understood whatever language they speak in Indonesia, uh, but there's you never actually saw him being like, Yes, like actually yeah. interpreting. He you know? like after they'd finished speaking, he would say something like, "He's basically saying this." Yes, but there would always be a cut as well. So yeah. the the witness would be talking in Sumatran. I don't know, and then it would cut yeah. to Adam Davies being like, "He's basically saying this." Unknown man beast. So there was a time skip yeah. in there somewhere that they're cutting out. Uh, very weird. Yeah, that, it was it was very weird. I also really loved how Adam Davies was like, people have been reporting Orang Pendek since Marco Polo. Which is, of course, <laughs> the first person to ever arrive in Indonesia. Is that true? Uh, <laughs> I, don't um, know. I don't know anything. Well, indigenous Indonesians have been there for a very, very oh, sure. long time. But, uh, yeah, like, but like Marco typical Polo white guy stuff. Human being. Yeah, typical typical white guy yeah. interpretation of, you know, human history. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty uh it was pretty good that way. Yeah. So and, was this a was this a like a this was an interview like a like Yes. Could we listen to that right now and like have it be part no, of the No, let's let's uh let's push okay. that off uh till maybe the next time. All let's right. keep like uh, we'll put the Adam Davies that Adam Davies interview. We'll put the link. We'll put it on. Uh, oh, it's just search for and Sasquatch Chronicles. Sasquatch Chronicles Adam Davies. You'll you'll find right. it. But we we could we could listen to it, but it would be a whole episode. Yeah, fair enough. Let's we could it. potentially do that. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm into that for sure. Yeah. Um, this guy sounds pretty interesting. So uh, they they get on to this first guy, who uh, yeah, who Adam Davies is interviewing, whose name is uh, Pak Entis. And nice. uh, yeah, they Good take notes. him back. Good uh, notes. Yeah, yeah, they take him back to the uh, the edge of the forest where his farm kind of meets the jungle. And uh, Puckentis kind of goes through this scenario of what happened to him. Specifically, uh, there's a, a something out in the back. He puts his hands over his head and he makes this very kind of primate sounding, like a real monkey sound, uh, and stares right at everybody, kind of trying to show them what was happening. Uh, he does an amazing impression. Yeah, his I, impression mean, I have to say, like. Good. I was, uh, it seems so real <laughs> for just like this super rural Indonesian like farmer guy. Suddenly he's like a TV crew shows up and is like, can you show us what it was like, like how it acted? And he pulls off like an Andy Circus like perfect uh, yeah. like monkey impression. It was yeah, amazing. It's, it's really, really good. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part of it though is when they ask him what Orang Pandek looked like. And he just juts his his pointer finger right in Cliff's face yeah. <laughs> and gets like real close up. He's like, just I. He's speaking in Indonesian, so none of us can understand him. Yeah. And they've quit subtitling him for this scene. But he just like gets up in Cliff's, Cliff's face, touches Cliff's goatee, touches Cliff's hair, and uh, <laughs> then afterwards we find out that the, he's saying like, oh, he's got you know not hair like you, Matt, and not hair like definitely not hair like you, Bobo. Yeah, definitely hair like yours, Cliff. And uh, we basically find out that. Yeah, so basically, Cliff is a rank pendek. Cliff's yeah. been behind this guy's house eating his sugar. Oh, boy. Um, and uh, yeah, they, he kind of takes him up the mountainside to where it happens. And another noteworthy thing happens, which is that Bobo bites it hard again. Is this a scientific fact that you like? Well, four out of five like? scientists say that. Okay, <laughs> you have to show me those four scientists. Uh, <laughs> 
this Bobo, unable to walk. He's just having a little tough time. Yeah. He also says that Indonesia is not meant for the bobes, no. which I really appreciated. I thought that was... So yeah. how much time has passed between the, the, episode we, the episode of Finding Bigfoot that we watched four Squatchcast episodes ago? Um, we were back in season one at that point. Yeah. This is season three. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to like guess maybe two, two years. Two years? Okay, I'm going to say Bobo looks exactly the same. Yeah. Yep. The skeptic looks exactly the same. Go yeah. Maybe her yeah. haircut is just a little bit more fashionable. Yeah. Cliff looks exactly the same. Yeah. Yep. Matt Moneymaker has put on 100 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> has he really? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. He's also, his face is aged. And his hair is looks younger. Yeah. Yeah, his hair is looking very good this whole episode. Yeah. I think it's that yeah. Indonesian humidity that yeah. just, like, oh, makes him look very, no, very man. old. No, man. What is his real last name? <laughs> it's not Moneymaker. Oh, it can't be. be. Maybe. That's not a real last name. I bet he has a hard time convincing people that he's, he's not, not a con just artist? in. Yeah, that he's not a con artist. Yeah. It's like his job is identifying Bigfoot and his name is Moneymaker. And he's just such seems, a character. He's got to have a real tough time with that. Yeah. Oh, man. He's such a weird dude. So, uh, next scene is we go to the nighttime. Uh, they're still with their friend Adam Davies. And they go out into the jungle, which they had a really hard time with in the daylight. So yeah. they're going to do great with that at night. At night, it's better. Um, they t- he takes them to a high-activity place. Uh, and they do this two-pronged approach that we've kind of seen before. Yeah. Two of them go off to stand very still with the therms running. And two of them go off to just uh, smash stuff and yell. Wait, is this before or after Cliff goes into the forest to do forest stuff with the forest litter? This is before. This is the first time. So the first time they go in there, it's everybody. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. Right, right. I remember now. They do a couple of uh, whoops, and you notice that Cliff has has changed his whoop a little bit. I did notice that. To be a little bit higher, which kind of matches more what the uh, Indonesian farmer was saying. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, uh, just in terms of... The sound he was making. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I, I, I remember when Cliff did his first uh, call in that first episode we watched, I was actually like, ooh, a little scared. Like, yeah. it was so good. Yeah. Was like, yeah. But he also, practices in the shower. But it was a little scary, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah but this one I wasn't good. as scared by. No. no, this was a little bit more of a gentle thing. And, uh, yeah, so song-y. they get up there, they start hooting, and uh, Renee gets the therm up, the therm, the thermal camera up. <laughs> and uh, she's scanning around, and she says to Bobo, wow, just... Can't see a goddamn thing. Everything's hot as shit. This forest is hot. This is a very hot forest. I can't see anything. It's so hot. And uh, welcome to Indonesia. Yeah, and that that's fair. Okay. Um, I feel like there's got to be a setting though. Like you, yeah, you've got to have like a baseline setting on your camera. You like calibrate it. Yeah, but that's the problem with this show because it's like, oh, the, you they may have just calibrated it, but then they just, that just doesn't make the cut. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because they're trying to put together 44, 44 minutes yeah. of exciting. But I mean, at the same time, television. they spend like. 30 seconds every two minutes recapping what happened for the previous two minutes. I know. So Why? Like, if they didn't do that, they could easily have 44 minutes of material, but yeah. it's yeah. Animal Planet, so they got to do that. It's <sighs> frustrating. frustrating. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that kind of that kind of wraps up the night. They see a, a, what I'm almost certain is the back of a pig on the therm, but just as you know, anything exciting happens, like you guys are saying, they cut it and go to a recap. Um, yeah. And the next thing we know, uh, everybody's going to the community meeting. Yes. This is when Bobo yells, America. 
Yeah. Um, on his way into the crowd. They're saying, you know, to the cameras, this is like nothing we've ever done. I've never been anywhere as exotic as this. Basically, we're going to show up to this village and we're going to speak English at them. And hopefully they understand what we're talking about. Uh, in the end, they do have a translator. But uh, even that, there is, there's some kind of miscommunication going on here because they, they uh, start talking. And uh, Matt says, you know, uh, he, well, first Matt raises his hand. And he says, if anybody has ever seen, uh, and before he even finishes talking, like half the crowd has got their hands up. I think yeah. they just saw that he's putting up his hand and they're all just also putting up their hand. Uh, but they all had stories to back that up. Well, like three of them yeah. did, yeah. yeah. I'm sure they knew why they were there. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, we get three kind of witness testimonies and these paint for me a really, uh, a very detailed picture of the lifestyle of an orang pandemic. This is what it's like to be an orang pandemic. You wake okay. up in the morning mm-hmm. and you uh, steal feel like some, P Diddy. You <laughs> feel mm-hmm. like P Diddy, and you steal some sugar. You go into somebody's shed, yep. you shovel some just straight up sugar into your mouth, which, <laughs> which is delicious. Get your sugar on. Don't have coffee, so you just gotta eat straight white sugar. <laughs> and then you go uh, into his neighbor's backyard and you eat some bugs uh, because you know why not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for dessert on the way home, you uh, you smash some fruit into your mouth. And then Easy. finally, for the end of your day. Just do a little bit of sunbathing in a field. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, this is what Orang Pandek life is all about. And I gotta say, I'm into it. That's right. You could literally just, that could be interchangeable. You could slot out anyone and put, you could just replace them. You rearrange that day. And it's always in any a good, different way. It's yeah. a perfectly balanced day. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I think Orang Pandek has this thing figured out. That's right. Um, the other interesting thing that becomes a little bit confusing is that, yeah, everyone is named Pack. Pack something. Uh, yeah. I wrote them down later. That on, might be but... like a different like naming tradition. Yeah, I'm, I wish I knew more about speaking, Indonesian names. Speaking of naming tradition, so what is the deal? This thing is called a Orang Pandak, and yeah. there is an Orang Atang. Yeah. So what is the deal with that? What's the deal with Orang Pandak? No, seriously. No, I know. What is? Where are orangutans I was just in the time. world? Where are orangutans? Um, orangutans are also in uh, Indonesia. Indonesia, yeah. Okay, so uh, then, so okay, the naming cool. convention is the same. Yeah, and so uh, orang must mean like monkey or ape or something. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got it up here. It says orang is the Malay Indonesian word meaning uh, people or man. Yeah. So uh, orang, so, what does orangutan mean? What's an otang? Uh, let me just creep it, creeping it. I think it's about how orangutans love crystallized orange drink yeah well that's why that's what i thought i always thought that orangutans were called oh had the orang because they were like orange oh because they are kind of orange that's very fair yeah but uh no it just means like people and it's just like a language coincidence no i think it's like i think like the word for like orangutan means like forest man or yeah. uh or little man but it has nothing to do with color it has nothing to do with color no weird um yeah so like if you look at the people, like the original peoples of, like the pre-Malay peoples of uh, Malaysia are yeah. known as the Orang Asli. Uh, the people of the Lanta Islands are known as Orang Lanta. And the people of the Riau Islands are known as Orang Lao. So it's it's like a very common word, just like... Mm-hmm. It's kind of kind of like Bigfoot, honestly. It's because, it's yeah, one of the words is foot and one of the words is large. It's not like a super complicated thing. Right, but, yeah. right, right. Okay, that's fair. It's, it's interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, and so, sorry, after this community meeting, it kind of cuts back to Cliff, who has decided to stay behind in the forest. Yeah. And this is where Cliff drops the footprints don't keep in forest stuff like yeah. this. <laughs> forest stuff don't footprint. Yes. <laughs> and I, 
he's probably just getting a bad edit. Like, the, I know what he's talking about. We all know exactly what he's talking about. The it's forest that, litter isn't kind to forest f- foot. Forest people. foot, hard to see in Nishimashi forest leaf bit. Yeah. What, okay, what kills me about this whole thing with Cliff staying in the forest is that not the footprint stuff or whatever, or lack of footprints or, or whatever you want to call it, but he finds this um, tree that he thinks, okay, look at there's hairs in this tree stump, and this is, you know, if a wreck, if a rang pendak is, is around, it would be at this level, and he finds these hairs embedded in the trunk, and he extracts the hairs, and he puts them in a jar, and we never, and see we again. never see them again. Yeah. this is again, this is the same thing. <laughs> I think we discussed this last time we watched this show, where like their arguments in favor of a rang pendak or sasquatch would be stronger yeah. if they let the evidence that didn't work in their favor get screen time. Totally, because yeah. like you know they went back, and maybe maybe they failed to find someone who could analyze that hair. But, like, I'm sure there's someone out there who could. Yeah. And even if they were just, like, it's inconclusive because hair is actually very hard to tell where it comes from. Yeah. Or, or like... Didn't we you know? learn from the Bigfoot video in on Netflix, just Bigfoot, 1997, yeah, 1997. Yeah. that you can't actually get DNA out of hairs? I think that's changed now. Uh, I think since 1997, uh, like DNA and ancient DNA has come a really long ways. Yeah, that's uh, fair. Good point. So, good like, point. You're, you're able to get like a pretty good read off some pretty degraded stuff these days, uh, from what I know. Hmm. But uh, yeah, you still might like not be able to tell like if it's if, a, if there's if, no yeah. if there's no like control sample. Like how would you yes. know? Yeah, yeah, totally. You could say this is not a hair of something. Yeah. Maybe, but even that, it's still just a hair. You could say you could probably say this is primate hair, or you yeah. could probably say like not primate hair. But yeah. even then, it's like okay, would you be able to tell between a human and something that we don't have a sample for, yeah. which is probably kind of human-like? Yeah. Um, mm, I don't know. We'll have to get an ADNA. Actually, know some ADNA people. Maybe I can get them on here. We can talk about Bigfoot DNA. I would love that. that. I would love. I would love to know more about that. Because I'm really curious. Um, teach me about Bigfoot DNA, yeah. mm-hmm. wizards. Um, and then after Cliff pulls that hair out and just proceeds to pocket it and not do anything with it, we get to the witness testimonies again, where uh, with Cliff still in the forest, uh, Bobo, Renee, and Matt go and meet uh, all the people that had stories from the community meeting. Uh, and these stories, they don't, they don't add too much to what no. was told in the community meeting. It's generally the little guy was here he was eating my fruit or the little guy was here he was in my sugar shack he broke my sugar shack up <laughs> yeah yeah he I've, kicked out the walls on my sugar shack yeah. he, something he they destroyed also, my sugar shack yeah something they also always do is they always like during the town hall meeting they always are like these three people have like a good thing to talk about and then i always feel like they only actually explore two of them because the guy who said that orang pendek was sun tanning yeah, we never got back to, to him they did? They did? No, they didn't. No, they You're didn't. right. Yeah. But like during the town hall meeting, they were like they, they listed him as one of the credible witnesses they were going to investigate. Yeah. And they just never did. Um, yeah. I really would have loved to hear that story too. Yeah. That sounded like a boss ass story. Yeah, and it's like and if they weren't gonna do it, they should have just edited out the part where they were like, This is another credible witness. You know, I don't know. If you call attention to three, you should investigate three, is my opinion. Yeah. Did did all four of them? All four of them did not go back into the forest, right? Cliff just stayed just in the forest. Cliff at this point. stayed in the it forest. Just, baby Cliff. Until uh, until the very last night. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, I'm not passing up any pizzas. Yeah, that's that was yeah. So they they go they do all the uh, the witness interviews. None of them which of which say anything. And they they head back into the bush, and they're they're hanging fruit. They're gonna hang some fruit traps, to which Bobo has the classic line. Uh, 
I don't know why they wouldn't like fruit. I'm not going to pass up a pizza. Yeah. And yeah. that made me laugh very, very hard because... For some he reason. Just, he, <laughs> he loves the pizza. Yeah. He, he, he mentioned it another time in this episode. Yeah. What was he talking about the second time? I didn't write same that thing. Same, same thing. Same thing. It was the same, he was making the same joke. He was making the same I joke just slightly I later in the episode. I love that everybody's so kind-hearted in the production team and in the editing room that they're just willing to let people make the same joke. Just to like give them another try in case no one like saw it or yeah. laughed at it. Oh, the first I don't time. know, man. I think you're giving them too much credit. I think they're like, this episode we have no material. Yeah, they just had <laughs> a really just good run time. the joke a second time. Yeah, it's fine. they just had yeah. a really good time in Indonesia, and they spent too much time talking about how Indonesia is different than America. Yeah, we need some material here, not a travel show about Indonesia. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say it was really about Indonesia at all. Oh man, really? I just imagined, like, imagine like Rick Steves. But, like, instead of Rick Steves, just Matt Moneymaker and crew. Going around Going town around to the town. world talking about how they, everyone should do river cruises together. Oh, no. Uh, I don't want to see that. River cruise. Bigfoot river cruise, man. <laughs> no way. Maybe this is an industry we can get in on. The Bigfoot river cruise industry? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Um, Florida, maybe. The I'm only, sorry. The only other thing that I wanted to talk about with respect to this night is something that I thought was very, very funny, which is when Bobo was trying to walk around in the woods, he's really concerned with getting big spiders in his face. And so he has an enormous piece of bamboo that he just holds out and swings in front of him blindly. <laughs> I've been there, though. I've done that. Man, That's I, me I, every I, morning, dude. Yeah. I can relate. Just get the spider webs out of my face. How many spiders do you have in your house, Max? Not in my house, but... Uh, <laughs> you have to wake up in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Bamboo. Just, there's an exit. just to get out the there's door. Like, um, to get from my apartment to the bus stop, there's like a, like a sort of a hallway, an outdoor hallway I can travel through. Yeah. I call it Spider Alley. Yeah. Because oh, during the night, spiders just weave weave their magic in there like five or six every night yeah and in the morning sometimes i'm the first person out of the building yeah and i'm just like Ugh. i have to like duck and dodge like Catherine zeta jones and entrapment am i right <laughs> like samwise Gamgee in lord of the rings yeah does he that, duck i don't know about that <laughs> oh yeah right he's got this that's a deep because that's a deep nerd they climb that 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 yeah he's yeah I get, you, I get where you're coming so, from. So after everybody's done all the things, they've been out in the bush, they've really enjoyed their time. You know, they were very neon green for a very mu- large portion of the show, no which kidding. I know they all love. Uh, Bobo says, you know, I think we all are convinced that Orang Pendek is here, despite them not getting any, any credible evidence. Yeah. What the hell was that? Any- like, literally, they they all suddenly out of nowhere, they're like, listen, we're, we all agree that Orang, Orang Pendek is here. Even the skeptic. What's her name? Renee. Renee, Renee is like, yep, skeptic. this makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, and she, it's like, why? Why? Bobo, why? Bobo calls her, you know, even Renee got it through her thick head. Yeah, she's pretty thick <laughs> totally. head about this. Like, Actually, I want more of this from this crew. I want more infighting. Yeah. Yeah, they don't infight much because I think they actually like each other a lot. Yeah, they seem like they're really yeah. good friends. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing that, I, like, they didn't get into, like, the like the history of Orang Pandek at all or anything. Because, like, isn't, like, my I could be wrong here, but I think... Like, isn't there, like, a cultural Indonesian thing where, like, when you're farming and something goes wrong with your farm, you're just like, yeah, Orang Pandek did it. That might be a thing. Um, I, feel, I feel like yeah. I read about that. Maybe I'm making it up. But I just remember reading somewhere about how, like, mm. oh, man, my, like, sugar all went bad. 
uh, you just like dump it and you're like, yeah, ring pandex, stole my sugar. Like it's, Maybe it's just like, there's like, it's like cupcakes a... and you just don't want your wife to find yeah, out. Yeah. It's like, it's like a boogeyman thing where you can just blame anything on this like ape dude who kind of shows up sometimes. Yeah. You know, maybe. they, I, I would like to know more about that. But I guess that... that wouldn't really add a lot to their argument. So maybe that's why they didn't touch it. But I do, mm, I, yeah. I completely well. agree with your point though. Like my big thing that I was excited about with this episode was that I thought we were going to talk a little bit about, excuse me, a uh, homo floresiensis, which is, uh, you know, a, a species of recognized hominin and uh, in Indonesia? from Indonesia and is a small man. <laughs> and, you know, I don't think that I think that all four of these dudes recorded this entire episode and they never found out that that was a thing. Yeah. And they left having not known that that's a thing. And they probably maybe don't they maybe they still, still don't, don't know, know that that's a thing. Yeah, because if they'd known that was a thing, they would have been all like, over how would you, it. Yeah, how would you not have just said, like, oh, that's kind of our evidence. We have a skeleton. Yeah, we have a skeleton from the past. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, that's a strong piece of evidence just to leave out. Yeah, there's no really no excuse. Yeah. This should have been a goddamn double episode. You go all the way to Indonesia. Yeah, I know, to right? 44 kind of dis- minutes yeah. of... Yeah, that's, that's, that's why I'm saying it's like they must have just really believed they definitively proved that he exists oh, because yeah. they or, only pl- spent one episode on it, and that's insane. If you're going to base your entire belief around like what the geography, the encroaching, like yeah. human humans encroaching geographically into dense forest, show me a map, a diagram, yeah. something. Yeah. Don't just, t- don't just don't shoot just it off that. the fly at the very end. Yeah. Yep. I don't understand this show at all. I, I, I also am curious it. as to what its budget is. Like, they were driving around a fancy car in Indonesia. They went to Indonesia for one episode. They blew all their <laughs> investigation money on Lexuses. Yeah. I'm just curious. Do you you know, they, that, they sold out. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think there's, like, a local Indonesian car manufacturer? I don't know. I don't think so. I, I feel like they probably get them from Japan. Take home from this episode. Yeah. Everybody at home. Let's learn a little more about Indonesia. Yes. Yeah. Seems like a cool place. Yes. Educate yourself. Wikipedia is free. Yeah, you guys. Mm-hmm. Don't be so ignorant. Mm-hmm. I felt... I, I shouldn't be. I, I felt... I, I I actually felt very ignorant. I feel ignorant this. right went, now. But not about Bigfoot, but yeah. about Indonesia. I know. That's why, yeah. that's why I'm telling these people. I'm yeah. trying to like... Listeners. Make, yeah, listeners. All one of you. Yeah. All people we know yeah. that we are listening to this. Graham. Graham, our friend Graham. We're we're five episodes ahead. Do you think at this point we'll have a uh, like a Twitter follower? Um, How will people interact with us? You know, that's a good question. Uh, oh I, man, we should be talking about our Twitter handle all, all the time. If I've learned anything from listening to podcasts, it's yeah. that you talk nonstop about your Twitter handle. Yeah, I haven't. So I've put some work into this. I've I've made a little song. We got a website. We got a website. Oh really? Uh, well, wow. it's like it's a website that'll be hosting this for, for That's us. Good. It's called SEO. Uh, www.allbudsnoduds.com. <laughs> That's allbudsnoduds one word dot com, uh, and that should redirect you to the Bigfoot page. Um, but I'm hoping to do some more podcasts, which is which, why I bought this domain and I wanted to host them all off there. So, uh, oh so, yeah. sick. Um, but I don't have a Twitter handle, and I don't. I'm not really good at the Twitter thing. Do we're going to get a Twitter handle, and we're going to be back to you guys. Maybe Dexter will run the Twitter I'll handle. Run, I'll run Twitter. Sick. Yeah, I'm great at that. <laughs> you, are the, you are Twitter guy 001. So, so convincing. I've got, I've got Twitter. a Twitter. I've been, <laughs> so I've been tweeting for years. <laughs> oh, my God. That's good. Uh, sorry, that's a Do you think there is an Twitter. at Squatch, Squatchcast? 
if uh, we'll find, we'll uh, find uh, for right now, assume that our handle is at Squatchcast, and if it isn't, we'll update you later. And mm-hmm. if it isn't the guy who uh, owns Squatchcast uh, at Squatchcast, you're welcome. You just got <laughs> two new followers. Yeah, we'll give you uh, any amount of money for that name. We need those followers. We need them. God, I need them so bad. Mm-hmm. All right, um, let's wrap this up. Uh, <laughs> I've had a really nice time, though. This has been really, really as sweet. always, as always, as always. Thanks, yeah. guys. And uh, you know, I'll say it. I've been Cody. I'm in Dexter. Uh, I'm Max. And you've been Bigfoot. (laughs) Thank you for listening, Bigfoot. Have you ever had a Bigfoot encounter at night?